Eric Yeboy here with ESPN True Hoop and the A-League Podcast. I am joined by Northern Dan Kent Baysmore, the inventor of the Bays Gaze. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> how's, first of all, i got to ask you, because it was a big summer for you, how's the marriage? How's that been? How's that adjustment been? Uh, it's been great. You know, we've been, uh, December will be five years we've been dating, and I've been following the rules for a long time, so... <laughs> Uh, no different here. We've been living together for a while, so uh, you know it's, it's been smooth sailing so far. Did um, I, we were able to like catch a kind of a glimpse of the weddings and, and the little snaps from it, which looked pretty. It looked a lot. It looked lit. It looked a lot of fun. We saw like Curry, Iguodala, Millsap, everybody at Richard Jefferson. Like that night, if you could just summarize it, how how like how much fun was that? I mean. I never had like one single event like kind of catapult me, uh, you know, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. I mean, however, you know, I, it, it was just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I was beyond belief, you know, support, uh, you know, the presence of God and mm-hmm. just, you know, how heartwarming it was to, you know, see, you know, now my wife walking down the aisle, you know, because you know, it's it's just a another step along, you know, the way of the journey. You know, we have been through so much, you know, grinding with each other, uh, you know, just you know, making everything work, and learning a lot about each other. You know, being so young, I'm t- I'm 28, she's 27, so okay. uh, you know, we still, you know, we're still finding out a lot about ourselves. But you know, the fact that we could, um, you know, come together and make it work, bring both our families together, it, it was it was an amazing time. Did you? Have you received any advice from maybe some of your other, you know, your closest friends about just like, um, uh, you know, like the early, you know, getting married, like you said, getting married young or, or whatever the case may be, like just how, uh, what comes along with it and, and being in the NBA and what kind of, you know, what comes along with having that, the different lifestyle and then the, juggling that with marriage. Because it got to be definitely an adjustment. I saw, I read something from um, Thompson out there about Steph. And Steph as well as making it work, right? You know, making marriage work while you're on the road and having all these, you know, it's making sure communication is there and all that kind of thing. Like, have you gotten advice from some of your friends about it? Well, yeah. So I met I met uh, Samantha, my wife, in uh, like December of my rookie season, mm-hmm. and then we started dating that summer. So you know, I, I pretty much, you know, I've been asking questions for the past five years. Gotcha. You know, just, Cause I've, I've been blessed to have some of the best you know veterans you can ask for and these guys are family men you know, Cal Corver um, Steph Curry Rich Jefferson Paul Millsap uh, all these guys have been around the block they play ball at the highest level so um, you know instead of asking about basketball all the time I you know ask about family yeah. uh, how it is with kids and, you know these guys did a great job of you know kind of preparing me you know, for this and I don't have kids yet, but you know I can kind of take from their experiences the good and the bad, and kind of you know apply it to my life. You know, obviously it, it can still be so much different than you know what I what I portray, but uh, they did a good job of kind of giving me an idea of what to expect, and you know, I think that's made you know this this adjustment and you know, this this first leg of the journey. Uh, just a tad bit easier you know it's still a lot of work but yeah, yeah. the fact that I went in with a little bit of knowledge and what to expect you know, definitely helped me out a little bit was, was it uh, 
Was it any different seeing Paul there, uh, knowing that you won't be suited, you know, you won't be suiting up next to him this season? Um, uh, nah, man, because you know Paul and I, our relationship is you know, much deeper than basketball. Yeah. Um, you know, he was my main golfing partner here in Atlanta. So you know, he spent you know, an entire season going to war with a guy, and then you know, off season, you know, four or five hours on the course, two or three times a week. You, know, you get to see any and every side of. You know that person, so uh, you know I, we understood. I mean, I understand it's a business, and at the end of the day, you know he has a family he has to take care of. And, you know, I'm hoping he doesn't. You know, I was hoping he didn't make a, a decision based on our relationship because you know, he know we'll be guys forever, and yeah. you know we knew what time it was. You know, he got to you know, turn a new leaf and you know, go somewhere and, and, and you know, start fresh. Is he? Um... I mean, coming in now, I guess it's for you. It's got to be an interesting season now coming up because um, I don't know if he's helped you out with that as far as you stepping into like that vet role um, and having to be, you know, the, you know, one of the leaders of this team here this season. There has it does that kind of change your approach to how you've been preparing for this season coming up? Yeah, um, yeah, um, it's kind of reminiscent of my. Fifth year in college, you know, I was a fifth year senior. Okay. I mean, obviously, this is on steroids compared to that, but you know, you know, weathering the storm, you know, seeing the guys that were there before you leave and new faces, and you know, kind of being, you know, I mean, obviously, we got some older guys on the team, but you know, I've been here. This might this be my fourth year in Atlanta, so uh, and we have a ton of young guys, so uh, it's kind of reminiscent of that, you know, lead by example, and you know, this summer, um, just making sure I can be out there every night and give my all you know, huge focus on my body um, and you know mentally just trying to you know build that fortress around the mind you know just just be impenetrable you know with the ups and downs that this season's gonna bring uh, you know uh, no one's really given us you know, much of anything I think they slated us to win like 25 games yeah. but uh, we're gonna show up every night play hard and, and, and that alone you can win 25 games in this league just showing up playing hard so uh, you know it's my it's up to me to kind of you know keep the team afloat you know, that's, that's that's what they brought me in for in the first place to be positive and you know, bring the energy every night and um, last year was 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 uh, was a rough one mm-hmm. uh, physically mentally so I'm ready to bounce back what have you I remember see that's something that I don't even think a lot of uh people knew about was I mean we saw obviously the injuries were made public at times but I don't know if if even I remember coming into the season I remember you talking to me after one of the games was saying that you dealt with injuries even in the offseason a little bit and and I don't know if that was even made public enough but it's I mean really how much did those injuries you know now like you said you're getting your body ready like what are you doing differently this season uh I guess the offseason just getting your body right before the you know the start of this training camp well, you know, my, my game is 75, 80% athleticism. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, playing above the rim, running an open court. Um, you know, but last year I could do none of that. Couldn't get by anyone. Um, you know, and it was frustrating. Uh, you know, so, and then, you know, people think that when they, you know, you sit out a few games and you come back, you know, you, you're back at 100%. I mean, it doesn't really work like that. Um, you know, if you go into the season with a nick or, or uh, a bump, you know, it's nine times out of ten it's going to get worse before yeah. it gets better with the travel and 
know, the, the vigorous schedule and, you know, especially the way I play. So, um, you know, it was, it was hard enough, you know, preparing for a game. But, you know, when you have the, the mindset, you know, have a uh, extra, you know, barrier or burden of, you know, all right, my leg isn't feeling good or you know, my back's tight, I can't, you know, can't really move. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, it just compounds, you know, everything else. And, you know, once the body goes, the mind starts to go and, and then, then you just try, you just try too hard. So that was that was last year in, in a nutshell. But uh, you know, this year it's just been, um, you know, this summer has been, you know, finding more about, you know, my makeup, you know, how my body works and what it needs and uh, what it what it what it uh, what positively affects it, what negatively affects it. So just trying to narrow down everything and, and get on a regimen. You know, it's it's been it's it's. It's something that you lose sleep over, though. It's, it's, it's become a passion of mine to make sure I feel great. And, you know, the work that I put in is, is definitely starting to show. I'm starting to feel a lot better. I feel, I feel much better than I felt all of last season. So that's a start. Yes, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's just sticking with it at this point. I mean, having to deal with those injuries, and then I know you're aware of, every, you know, the, the constant talk with the contract situation. Did that also just kind of, like, put another burden on your back? Just like, all right, I'm hurt trying to play through it, but also I have people who don't understand and trying to play through these injuries and get right, and then they're on top of that piling on the contract that I signed. Like, did that also... Like, listen, man, the the contract was, was, you know, preparation and hard work meeting opportunity, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And my agent, Austin Walton, did an amazing job. You know, he he knew the the summer I signed would be an amazing summer for a lot of creators and you know, we, we did our work lining up to that moment and, you know, I just got to, uh, you know, the fruits of my labor is just, you know, given to me. I, I never really put any value, you know, on my, my numbers, you know, on the value of my contract. You know, I, I bring a lot more to the table than just, you know, scoring buckets and getting blocks. You know, I'm a great guy in the locker room. I'm going to work hard regardless. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going I'm to I'm do the right things. I'm going to stay out of trouble. I'm going to stay out of the the headlines and the news and I'm not I'm a very low maintenance guy so um, you know the contract is it is what it is and I'm, I'm super grateful for it and I'm, you know I, I can't even explain you know what it's done for me and my family so uh, that's I really care about that you know what I mean people are going to talk about that regardless so you know yeah. I just I know what I got to do to to get back to myself and that's all that matters I, I always I get a laugh because I see I take notice on Twitter of the uh, the when the people do tweet you something negative and it's uh, you, you usually favorite it or you like it or whatever it is and, and you take note of that is that kind of been part of like your just your mindset of like all right just I note it down you know if this what a hater says or whatever people say then um, I'll like it but that just means I'm taking notice of it but it's just using it as motivation is that how you're doing with that yeah I mean you know at the end of the day you know whatever it gets you ticking. Um, yeah. It's something you should definitely add. And, you know, for some people, you know, some people look at it as, like, me giving them, you know, what they want. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, they don't they don't bother me. Like, I want, I like the favorite because nine times out of ten, if you favorite or you tweet them back, it's always, like, a direct message or a tweet back saying, man, I was just joking. You know, like, it's, it's <laughs> it, it, it never really means anything. So, yeah. I like to, I like to, you know, just add that little bit of fuel to the fire, and, and you know, let them know that what they said is noted, 
and that I will, you know, I will prove them wrong. Like, mm-hmm. that's just been, I've had an underdog mentality ever since I took my first breath on this earth. You know, growing up in Kelford, um, going to a mid-major school, going to a high school that no one ever heard of. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I've always had that. I've always, you know, even my friends growing up, they would talk, you know, trash to me. You know, just, the, you know, it's just something that I'm accustomed Cust- to. Yeah, you know, yeah. I kind of like it and I feed off it. Did, did, um, have you thought about kind of along with all that that's going on and then just the way the season ended last year as that this is one of the things you keep thinking about it or have you just moved on from it and just ready for this season but I mean what just like as far as looking back on that last how the season ended with Washington um, the first round uh, how, how frustrating was that and, and, and have you kind of just tried to move on past it and get ready for this season or is it just one of the things you want to keep in the back of your mind uh, no, I, you know, I kind of, I let my play, my play from last season go because okay. I know I'm much better than that. I, I really, you know, turned the focus on everything else, you know, just like my body. And, you know, like I said, that was the, that was 90% of, you know, last year. You know, mm-hmm. man, I showed the first last game last year where when I was feeling good, I played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I know I can still play. I know I can still hang, you know, I nothing I, I never once questioned my game it's just you know what can I do to you know reassure myself that that doesn't happen again and, you know what my, myself my, my training staff uh, you know, people in my corner was just you know you gotta get back to yourself I, I didn't dunk on anybody last year so <laughs> that's not that, you know I, I gotta get at least one or two people in the season you know that's, that's just you know who I am I so, hear you. Uh, getting back to that is, is kind of my focus right now has Bud? How was how good was Bud as far as like sticking by your side there? And then you know even this summer and just I'm I'm sure he understood exactly what you were what you were going through. But how helpful was he throughout the whole process? You know it, it's good to have you know the head honcho you know kind of in your corner and encouraging you because you know I I mean it, it was it was a tough year for for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, you know not just me. Uh, uh, you know so. We battled it, man. We we got through it. You know, at the end of the season, we got a big long hug, and uh, you know, we stayed in touch and told ourselves to give ourselves a couple of weeks off from from this, you know, and, and kind of clear our minds and, and get mm-hmm. back at it. You know, it's gonna be another tough year, maybe even tougher than last year in, in a totally different way. But you know, I know that he'll go to war for me, just like I'll go to war for him. So it's always good when you have you commander-in-chief you know uh, uh encouraging you a lot Did, uh, is there an uh, aspect of your game you're, you're trying to get back this um this summer here you're like really working on the three-point shot one thing about you i know is like that the corner three was was like money a couple seasons ago right and that you had yeah. that you know lockdown yeah and then just getting into the paint finding ways you always able to find yeah. a way to get into the paint so with you this off season is it just still working on ball handling still just tightening things up and What's been your approach this offseason on getting back right as far as, like, just your skill level? Uh, you know, man, honestly, uh, ball handling has definitely been a focus, just being more comfortable with the ball in my hands. But, <laughs> like I said, man, if I can move, if I can, you know, once I'm moving a lot better, uh, all that stuff will, you know, take care of itself. Like, I'll have my legs more often than not. You know, my jump shot, you know, is, is in a good spot. Mm-hmm. I've been shooting the crap out of all summer, so... Uh, jump shots is, is at least my worries just the ball handling uh, and just making sure I just stop having these 
you know, uh, inefficiencies, you know, with power, you know, transferring power in the crossover, being able to, you know, stay low and blow by a guy instead mm-hmm. of having to, you know, stand up to, mm-hmm. to, to get momentum. So it's just, you know, at this point, it's just little things. You know, we every guy in this league is, is a master, you know, at basketball. You know, you have the, the greatest, you know, degree or diploma you can get in the, in the game of basketball. So now it's, you know, just fine-tuning everything else. You know, my game is my game. Um, it doesn't really have a style or anything. It's, you know, I go out and I just, you know, get it done. So, um, you know, the only way I can do that is just being healthy. So that's that's been my focus, you know, all summer, just making sure you know, I'm feeling good, I'm working on, you know, staying low and just, just all those kind of things. Do you, um, I know now this, with this season here with, with Dennis, is it him, him having a, a big fifth year coming up, um, and, and it seems like I don't know. Do you feel like this is kind of a big season for him, just making that making that jump as far as being a leader um, and just an overall point guard? Because last year he, he's. I mean, the funny thing is, if you look around, it, I think a lot of people forgot how well he played against John in the first yeah. round. You know, it gets kind of forgotten in the win like that. He really matched well against John Wall and, and pushed and pushed Wall a lot. And obviously, the outcome was the outcome, but. Um, with that moving forward, do you th- feel like he can use that momentum into this season here? And do you just feel like overall it's kind of a big year for Dennis to just kind of step into a bigger role? Well, see, the thing about Dennis and, you know, what I, what I love him, like he's super fearless and mm-hmm. he's, he's super confident in, in, in what he does, in his game, and he's not going to back down from anyone. And you know, he's playing extremely well right now in the Eurobasket. So he is. I, mean, I think he's going, I mean, this is destined for him to have a big year anyways. Um, He's a, he's the type of guy that lives for these kind of moments, and um, and he's and he's gonna be a guy that's gonna get us through a lot of games next year because you know you know 82 games every game he steps on the floor he's gonna bring it 110 percent he's gonna pick up full court he's gonna a guy scores on him you know he's going right back at him mm-hmm. you know and that's a guy that um, you know with the kind of the kind of roster we have this year we're gonna need him to kind of you know, get us going in that aspect, you know, that fearlessness and yeah. it's contagious. And and our and our entire roster is is is, is, is based on that way. Dwayne Demon from the yes. Spurs. Like he's a, I played with him at Golden State, played with him in the D League. Um, you know, we won a lot of games together, so he's fearless. Uh Torian Prince gonna have a good year. DeAndre Brimbury gonna have a good year. Uh Malcolm Delaney been working mm-hmm. his butt off all summer. You know, we got a lot of guys that are not gonna back down and I think that alone is going to, you know, take us a lot further than people uh, expect because it's one thing you can't measure, and that's hard. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, you can look at our roster and give us a rating or whatever you want to do, but you can't, you know, measure a night where we just won't back down and won't lay down. Yeah, I know you were you mentioned everybody. How about the rookie? How do you feel about the rookie, John Collins? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how I could forget him. Like, he's he's been great this summer, too. Uh, I mean, this kid is, is so athletic. And he has a, a, a good IQ, you know, for, for for a rookie. And I'm I'm super happy and also surprised that, you know, he failed, you know, <laughs> yeah. as far as he did. So, um, you know, a lot of teams missed out on that. But, you know, that's the NBA. Um, you know, some guys wouldn't even get drafted and, and, and turn into all-stars, you know, Isaiah Thomas mm-hmm. uh, specifically. So, um, you know, we're ready, man. I mean, we're going we gonna, to we gonna show up and we're going to – be some teams. I know we're going to catch some guys off, off guard. You know, all this team, they don't have any, you know, big name guys. But, you know, we look at the Miami Heat last year after the All-Star break. Um, you know, it's yep. a team that... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, on that run. Really, 
yeah, they really, they really showed, they really gave, you know, the league uh, the blueprint to, you know, winning without those, you know, big, those, those big names, you know, Deion Waiters, Goran Dragic, uh, Hassan Whiteside, those guys showed up every night and they went hard. Mm-hmm. And they won a ton of games down the stretch, missed, missed the playoffs by half the game. So, uh, I mean, and, and that's all you can, that's all you can ask for. Did you, you mentioned IT, man. What did you think about the uh, free agency this season, man? Like, how how crazy, especially that ending. Um, you had Paul George going to Oklahoma City, uh, Chris Paul going to Houston, IT and, and Kyrie switching places. Like, like out of all those moves, like, did it all just kind of surprise you? Like, wow, this is this is really happening. Like, this, is, this and this is happening. So, one thing I learned about the NBA, like, it always finds a way to create some type of parody. Like, finds a way to, you know, make something out of nothing. I, I, I honestly didn't expect, you know, much at all to happen this season, mm-hmm. especially for the, the big wigs to, to be moved around like that. The Kyrie and IT swap. You know, I think uh, Cleveland, um, you know, did a good job of, I mean, I, you know, both sides win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, with with Cleveland getting uh, it they got it they got yeah, Crowder. Yeah, they got it, and then they got uh, Crowder. Jay yeah. Crowder. Mm-hmm. You know, Jay Crowder was a was a good matchup for LeBron. Uh, but it's gonna be interesting. I mean, I guess they they're looking at uh, Jalen Brown now as being a, being that man, and, mm-hmm. and Jason Tatum who had an amazing summer. So uh, we'll see, man. I'm and I'm uh. And, and Kyrie in Boston is gonna be it's gonna be good for him. You know? yeah, yeah. It's kind of his team. You know, Gordon Hayward is a, is, is a great player, but um, you know, Kyrie's a it's gonna be the man there now. So I think it worked out for everybody. Did um when Dwight was traded, man? Did, what was your outlook on that and his time in Atlanta and, and having him trade also this this off season? Um, you know, uh, it was cool to get to know Dwight. Uh, you know, he's a guy obviously grew up watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most dominant forces of all time uh, you know, early on in his career um, you know, but it was good man it was good to kind of uh, hear some of his stories about you know the bodies he went through and you know, in the finals that year and uh, you know you, you never really grasp how long he's been around until he started telling some of his stories so uh, it was good you know I learned a lot from him especially you know about the body and stuff so um, you know it was fun man uh, I you know, wish him the best of luck up the street in, uh, in, in Charlotte. I'm sure him, Kim, him and Kimba going to be running that one five pick and roll yeah. <laughs> uh, like crazy. So just trying to get ready for that. Did he feel like a lot of people misunderstood him? After you got to know him, do you feel like a lot of people misunderstand how Dwight is? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, and I, I just felt like he could have, you know, done a better job of just like, you know, forgetting, forgetting all of it and just yeah. going on dominating, you know, best way I could I mean I, I'm like somebody talking trash to me I just dump and point at them like yeah. shut up you know like you know I mean just just like some little fun games like that but you know it's you know like I say some people handle it differently and um, I mean I'm sure he's 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 done you know all he can to kind of uh, get himself back to you know what he can be so um, I mean this this league is it's, it's very stressful man and you know a lot of people do a lot of speculation without, you know, going in, you know, hindering the mind of him. Like, you know, it's just, it's tough, you know, being yeah. a big, being that dominant. People expect so much from you. You should be doing this, should be doing that. 
but they don't really understand, you know, how stressful it is, you know, off the floor, and it's just, it's a lot, man. It's a yeah. Beast. We can, uh, I want to definitely ask you about the Phoenix Award, man, um, and how was it being honored just a couple of weeks ago, right, by the mayor? Yeah. Um, and, and just what was that feeling like of, of having the contributions you've made to Atlanta to, to receive that recognition? Like, how was that feeling? So, I mean, it was, I haven't felt anything like that, man. I've uh, been playing basketball for a long time and, um, you know, got some, uh, I got league and repeat awards from high school, got, you know, defensive player of the year in college. But this, I mean, this award here, and then I got the president's award too. Man, it, I mean, it's, it's crazy because, you know, my, my foundation is a, is a passion of mine and I love giving back. I love, you know, spending time with the youth and, uh, you know, I love, you know, just talking about education. Mm-hmm. I got two degrees in college. So uh, I believe in being, you know, a well-rounded person and, yes. you know, that'll take you further than anything. Being well-rounded and working hard will take you further than anything and, uh, it's good to see that people, you know, really appreciate, you know, the time and effort that I give, um, you know, to my communities and, you know, wherever I am. You know, every every place I play, you know, I always try to have a... Uh, Be involved. Like, yeah, have a role in the community. And uh, it's just good to see it all coming to fruition now. now. You just kind of mentioned your foundation. There's a scheduled couple of charity events scheduled for the 15th of this month, September 15th and the 18th. Can you talk about that? Yeah, we got a UNO tournament uh, this weekend at the West Side Cultural Arts, uh, September 15th. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's Friday, right? No, it's a, it's That's a Friday. Vegas. Yeah, it's a Friday. And then uh, Monday, I got my golf tournament at uh, Dunwoody Country Club. Um, I mean, if people don't play golf, they can come out and, and just watch. Um, I think the course is going to be set up to where people can stand there and or walk with us and watch us play, watch a couple people play. Um you know, this my tournaments are more so geared towards you know golfers. You know, I love golf. Golf is like mm-hmm. um, an amazing game. It's a great compliment for uh, basketball. And, you know, it's just opened a lot of doors for me. Um, I actually have the FedEx Cup. The FedEx Cup is that following week, next week, and I'm actually have the FedEx Cup at my tournament, so people can take pictures with it. Nice, nice. Um, that's gonna be awesome too. So. Uh, it's a good time, man. I'm all about experience, man. I'm all about, uh, you know, just having a good time. And, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people show up. And last year, we, we had our first event here. Um, and it was a blast. And, you know, we're getting married this summer. You know, kind of took a chunk of it. So, you know, we're still looking to kind of get these two events in before uh, LeBron really gets going. Yeah, I always, it's always interesting to see, like, because I want to know where did the golf interest for you start and it's like because a lot of like you said a lot of NBA guys are love to play golf like you see with like you see, obviously Steph Chris Paul J.R. Smith plays um, yeah. just kind of all around there's a lot of guys who really take interest in golf for you like when did it start? Um, I, I started trying to play about four years ago okay. um, and I just you know the challenge it was, it's just, it's such, it was so hard the first time I played I couldn't just, I couldn't get away from it. I had to like <laughs> figure out yeah. you know how to how to play golf and uh, I'm still learning uh, I'm down to a 13 handicap which is I mean the first time I played I shot 100 and 164 and my best score is like half of that so um, yeah you in four years so I mean I'm, I'm 
I love the game, man. It's, and then it's a good way to, to challenge you, you know, challenge your perspective and, you know, challenge yourself in another way. You know, you're in, you're in a, a realm that you're not comfortable in. So you, know, you got to hold it together. You know, if you have a bad hole, you, know, you got to keep it going, you know, and, and, it, and it, carry over, it carries over to basketball. You know, just mm-hmm. being more selective, and, you know, knowing when to pick your spots and having a, a ebb and flow, staying even kill. Uh, I think that's the biggest things you know, that you know the biggest parallels for me and patience. Patience. Is it? Is it? Um. Do you have a couple? Like, if you could list a couple of your favorite golfers. Oh, uh, Jordan Spieth, um, you know, Dustin Johnson, uh, Roberto Castro, Jason Bone, Mark Leishman. Uh, I mean, dude, all those guys are so good. You know, mm-hmm. I go to. I've been to East Lake. Uh, then I go down to the Masters too. You know those guys are so good, man. I mean, yeah. I, I really, you know, going down to see them play really gave me a, a great perspective on how people, uh, you know, look at us as professional athletes, professional basketball players. Because I'm, I'm a fan. You know, I'm a huge fan of those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, huge fan, and you know, to see them go out and, and, and perform their craft at you know, the highest levels. I mean, the Masters is a is a huge is a huge huge PGA event and also the the tour championship here in Atlanta. So these guys just don't show up to play; they're actually trying to win. So you get to see them, you know, locked in and, and focused at you know the highest level, and it's and it's super fun to watch. Do you do you ever want to go head to head with them just to like give it a shot? Man, heck no, <laughs> heck no, no. Not Jordan, not even Jordan, though. Not even Jordan. You can't. You wouldn't do it. Michael Jordan or Jordan Spieth? Jordan Spieth. <laughs> oh, heck nah, man. Dude, listen, man. I would never disrespect that man or waste his time. If he wanted to play, you know, for fun, to kind of show me, you know, some some tips or something, yes. But I'm not walking up there and be like, yeah, we about to play one-on-one. <laughs> heck no. <laughs> it might be crazy. over. He'll end it in like, it'll be over in a minute, huh? It, it wouldn't even be. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. I, mean, like, I mean, it's just. Like, you know, what people say is, is, is levels. Like, that Meek Mill song, Levels, is levels. one of my favorite songs ever because it's so true. Like, it's, it's so many levels to it, man. It's like, you know, you think you're, you're, you're good here, and then, you know, you just see somebody else that just does it on, like, a totally different level. And it's like, dang it, man, it's a good piece of perspective, man. You always yeah. got to keep that piece of perspective in your mind. Have you, do you, okay, would you at least say that you have one of the better games in the league, though, as far as just... Top guys in NBA. You, you think you had the best golf game in the NBA? No, nah, not the best golf the game. Best. Nah, I'd probably say, um, uh, man, I'm probably top 20. Top 20? Yeah, I was thinking even higher than I thought you were going to say something much higher than that. So, guys are, there's a lot of guys in this in this yeah, league. Man, you got, you got Steph, JR, Andre Godala, um, Kyle Lowry can play, uh, Jody Meese can play, um, Gerald Henderson can play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna throw Ray Allen in there. Oh, He's, you know, he can ball. Play. Ray Allen can play. Um, who else, man? That's that. J.R. Smith. Uh, you said, yeah, you said, yeah. You said Chris Paul too. I, I heard. I seen you know, Chris Paul. Paul. Um, you know, all these guys. Yeah. Play. You know, one idea someone gave me was uh, we should have a Ryder Cup with you know the NBA players versus maybe the NFL or Major League Baseball. Uh, I'm sure we could beat the NFL guys. I don't know about I don't know about the baseball cats though. Them dudes. Yeah. They play too. Like, you know, Justin Verlander could play. 
um, it's a lot of those guys. I mean, the hand dot coordination for them is just. They got that on, yeah. They got it on lock. I think you guys do got the football guys. I can't see the football guys having much of a chance, but that's a good idea, though. I like that yeah, idea. Yeah, I'm gonna work on it, man. I'm gonna, you know, with the schedules being so crazy, you know, it's uh, that's something to put together. Yeah, the stars got a line. Yeah, I man, it'll probably take like a year or two to, to put that together. I'm, I'm gonna try to work on it, though. It'll be fun. <laughs> you, you mentioned the Meek Mill real quick. Who are you listening to these days? Um. I mean, I like I like all kind of music. Man, I listen to I was listening to Beethoven, you know, Beethoven Six the other mm-hmm. day. Uh, listen to you know, I listen to rap, listen to classical, I listen to um, I mean, jazz, listen to blues. Yeah. I mean, whatever I'm feeling, man. I don't, I don't really have a uh, no. Nah, I don't listen to that genre. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just like to keep it open, man. Be well rounded. I don't, I don't really steer myself to. One person or, or one genre, you know, I kind of like to let it flow. You know, you put your phone on, put it on shuffle. Yeah. Just let it roll. Be- I mean, obviously, you know, going to the gym in the morning, I'll listen to, uh, you know, certain things that, you know, kind of get you going or, or calm you down. But I don't really have a, like, a, a small group of people I listen to. I do like that new Tyler the Creator album, though. I was Ma- a fan of his in college. He was kind of out there, but he, he kind of reeled it in a little bit. He Man. did his thing. Wasn't that a great, like, project? Like, we were talking about that the other day, a couple of my buddies, and it was the same thing. I said, Tyler really, like, kind of grew up. feels like he yeah. grew up on this <laughs> album. Like, it wasn't, like, the before when he came out in, like, 2011 and all that, you know, he had the the albums, and he was saying some stuff that I was like, ah, like you said, I don't yeah. know. But this one here, it sounds like Tyler's, like, growing to his own man, and it's just, like, production on it. It's like ridiculous, yeah. Like, awesome. Yeah. Oh, I, I heard this dude, uh, Free Black. Oh he's yeah, from, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's from East. So I. He's from here. He's from Atlanta. He's yeah, he's from East. Came out last year. Yeah, he's from East Atlanta. The album came out last year. Mm-hmm. And I had, I like, I was listening to somebody, uh, on iTunes, Apple Music, and it's his song. It's one of his songs came up, and I listened to it. And I was like, oh, yeah, snap. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is. I like it, man. He got some good music, man. Atlanta period is like, yeah, it's, it seems yeah, like that. This scene. I was telling, um, I was telling Quinn Cook the last time that JID. There's a guy named JID too. That's I just found out about him. He's with uh, Dreamville with J Cole, and he's okay. also from East Atlanta too. And JID's a guy you probably check out too. But that's another guy. I'm like, oh wait, I had no clue about him. Um, another guy too. I'm gonna mention because I know you like Chance. Um, is Saba this guy named Saba Pivot? He's in. He's from Chicago too. Um, Saba, yeah, Saba C A. I'm sorry, S A B A Pivot, and that's another guy too. That's like I just discovered him. I had no clue because like right now it feels like Chicago and Atlanta's got like a lot of talent. Like, yeah, 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 like Chicago and Atlanta killing it. I mean, I got a. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you like West Coast music or not, but I, oh, had yeah. a, oh, I got a friend out there. I am Sue. He had an album. I mean, it's just straight West Coast vibe, though. That's, I mean, it's. I want to hear it's it. Nice, man. Yeah, it's like a. It's 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 definitely offset to like what we what we listen to on this side, but mm-hmm. it's uh it's a good like it'll be a good balance to throw in your shuffle. It's it's some cool stuff. Yeah, I gotta get the West Coast people more of a like. I li- no, I listen to West Coast. It's just it feels like I always say about them. It feels like they do their own thing and they like yeah. and they don't even worry if we like it on the East or not. Like they just do their own no, thing. They don't. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> That's that's how it is out there, you know. I lived in, in uh, Bay Area, LA, 
like two years mm-hmm. and like it's his own world you know what I mean it's yeah. his, like, his own capsule like they don't really they don't really care about the, the outside world like that like I mean California is never leave California like everything they need is right there right so there. Mm-hmm. they make that music for them and I mean it's just good to kind of get a good piece of it I mean I'm sure you'll like it. I mean everybody like Kendrick but Kendrick is like uh, he's he's like uh, he's kind of like he, he, he caters to the East Coast a little bit, but these guys are like strictly West Coast. West, yeah, yeah. He's like got. G-Eazy. I like G Easy too. Like them dudes. I like them dudes. I yeah, think. that no, that's the truth though. I think Kendrick's got like elements of his music that's like West, but at the same time he doesn't feel completely West Coast. I I don't even know why, but that's a good that's a good point though. Well, look, uh, look, I really want to appreciate you for coming on the show, man, and then giving yeah, me the time. Man. Definitely. And good luck with this season. Look forward to covering y'all again. I think it's going to be an exciting season. I think, like you said earlier, definitely going to surprise some people because uh, yeah. right now, yeah, it's it's one of those things where, yeah, the ratings, the preseason rankings really don't mean anything. They're saying what they're saying, but I think this Hawks team is going to be real competitive. So, Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you, Kent. All right, bro. Thank you. Mm. 